Welcome, everyone, to Innovation Fuel, a business podcast that connects our community here at University Canada West to businesses all around the province of BC. We bring you stories every two weeks, the stories by entrepreneurs, business owners, and key industry professionals. I am Dave Kiran, an educator, visionary, and entrepreneur. And I am Gilare Fahadian. I'm also an educator and entrepreneur. And together we're the hosts of Innovation Fuel. To learn more about me, my co-host Galari, and our podcast, please visit our website at www.ucanwest.ca slash innovation fuel. It's time, Dave. Yes, Galari, it is time to ignite today's episode of Innovation Fuel. Welcome back, Amir. We're so glad you can come back and join us at Innovation Fuel. And we're really curious today about what makes a successful venture and what makes an unsuccessful venture. Oh, uh, good million question. dollar question. A million dollar question. <laughs> a lot of things are important to make a successful, uh, successful venture. Founding team, the idea, the product market fit. Uh, the minimum capital maybe they need, um, the resilience and, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the determination that they have in their mind to uh, make that happen. But these are the things that are very, very important when we're talking about, uh, you know, um, a successful venture. But sometimes uh, uh, we need to have the spice of, luck and having a chance to make that happen so um and that's again important but we cannot um you know describe that how uh it works for a company i mean the meaning of luck or chance but it seems that if you have uh the you know um, persistence in doing something it makes happen so let's I want to a little bit open it up. I want to see that. Um, first of all, I really like luck in the because I was reading several papers and the books about the turning points. So, but when means you have a great idea, you are a very great person, your enthusiasm, you put your effort, it means you did everything. But it's still, you didn't have a luck. People can see you. Uh, sometimes you're lost in a lot of noises of others, so no one can see you in the market. So you will lost your turning point. Yeah. Is there any is there any kind of tools or way to find out when is the best time to launch a product to have a better luck? Uh, actually, uh, you know, we are living in a. Uh, word of a lot of data so and there are a lot of tools that you can measure everything actually on the web uh, you know you have lots of tools in uh, i mean in google in in every area that you can understand how how is the market what is happening everywhere so you can uh, find actually the way that you can increase your chance is uh, finding the best uh, landing, I mean, um, ground for your business. Uh, 
Let me explain about this because it's very important. Most of the time I say the strategic landmark. Uh, you know, the first customers that you are targeting are very, very important in your business. Because if you can find the best cases that they are good promoters for your business, they will increase the chance and the luck in your business because they can explain about you better than you because they would love in your fall in love in your business or your product, whatever. And they will talk about you everywhere that you are not at at that moment. So in this way, you will increase the chance of having better, you know, exposure and you will be promoted by the other people, not by your uh, company or your media or whatever that it's at that time maybe you do not have the power to you know um, broadcast your potentials because it needs it needs a lot of money so i think the best way to increase the chance is the best way to find i mean or to find the best place to land uh, for your product or for your business uh, um, I uh, have this, uh, you know, comment or idea or whatever in, in my business. Uh, when I was in DigiCala uh, uh, many years ago uh, as a board member, I saw that the best way that they made their company was because they found the best landmark to position in it first. Lots of uh, ventures like Digicola at that time, they were selling a lot of things. Maybe some of them were selling books, whatever. But Digicola at that time was just selling digital goods like mobile phones, printers, uh, laptops, whatever. So at that time, they, in my opinion, the reason that they had the luck to grow very fast was because they found the best landmark to position themselves at that time. And lots of people was in, were in love with their product and service because it, was, it has a very, very good differentiation compared to their competitors. So, so I, and, and I'm gonna, I want to just kind of take in a different story. I, lo- I love where you're going with this, Amir. And I want to ask a question around this element because we, we see the first offs out there. First offs AOL. Google surpassed them. First offs, Friendster, uh, Facebook surpassed them. When we see these elements of the first to market, the first idea, the first concept, we usually see the second out overcoming the first element. And I, I'm thinking where we're getting there with this landmarking thing. And I think maybe the landmarking thing might be where the the, the success is. But tell me more about what you think about that element. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, when I'm uh, talking about uh, the first thing, which is very important, uh, we have heard that uh, this quote that first master it, then scale it. We have to master on something, which is the uh, uh, the first thing that we, we think that if we can make it happen, lots of people will come and use our service, our product, and then we can add more ideas or features to that. Uh, there is a difference between creating a software with a lot of features compared to creating a business based on software with minimum features at a good position of, I mean, and a landmark to start growing from there and then expand to the other areas. For example, maybe in the first days of Google, the founders had the idea of something like Gmail, but 
they didn't make it. They first started with the search. And after having the good position at that, they started to make other ideas. So this is the way that you are, you know, hacking the market with a very, very um, successful idea that a lot of people are using it, not just one time, frequently. And then after having a very good stickiness, you can consider the other ideas to add those ideas to your business. And then you can create a big enterprise. So finding the idea, the landmark, and combine them as a, you know, a product uh, is a very important thing, which is actually we call it product market fit. You know, this is, this is the, uh, you know, simple definition of product market fit. Okay. So we talk about this part of the market. Um, what about teams? Because several times you talk about it, not just a founder, it's a team of that one. So what do you mean of a successful team? I know that maybe successful it means a good team come with a bad idea, so you help them to change your ideas. But I'm just talking about the team. What do you mean by is if you can see that oh they are a good team, they ha- we have to help them. Uh, you know it's very important when we are talking about team. It's not just about one person. However, the leader or the founder or the main co-founder is very important, like other you know groups or other areas. Uh, but one of the things that is very important is, um, you know, having the um, transparency in the relationships with the team members. Uh, the best uh, companies that I saw so far was the companies that the founder, he has the, you know, um, potential to find the best. And if he saw that someone is not working properly, he decided to replace with someone else. As long as you do not have this, you know, um, anxious or you do not have this... Toughness. <laughs> toughness, actually, yeah, exactly. To, to uh, replace the good people with the best people. I, doesn't, I don't mean the bad people with the good people because we're talking about the best companies. You need to have this anxious you you need to have this toughness you have you need to have this mindset to find best people for your company every day and in this way your team can see that they are working with the best people so they would love to work more and more and make the best of themselves in the company so in this way you will have a team which is uh, making better in a very good evolution so we talking about cultural fit. We're talking about uh, whether they buy into the idea and they support the idea. Yeah. They can get behind it. Well, I think that's the the challenge here is that we are in the startup stage. We don't have that much money to invest on the talents or find the best talents. But I think that it's the leader will come here. Yeah. To try to encourage people with few money, less money come and work in this idea i think or they promise something financial benefits later i don't know you know it's, it's you know it's uh in in a startup uh when we are talking about startup we are not talking about uh making money we are talking about creating a venture and then the result of having that venture it means we will have or we can make money so if someone is looking for money I think 
they are they have to go work for enterprises because they will give them more money. But if they have the wish or the you know the willing of creating someone which is another enterprise that they can work for them now, but not now, in the future, they can come and start do that business. For example, if I would love to work and get the you know uh, wages like Facebook, okay, I have to go work for Facebook. But if I have the anxious and you know the hope of creating another Facebook, this is another thing that I have to come and start doing that. In that case, you're not talking about wages. Maybe you're talking about your shares. And this is the way that you can encourage those people in the best way that they can see that they have uh, the skin of the game in, in that game. So they can make the best of themselves in the mm. business. So it's kind of like you're looking for partner, not talent. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're not looking for hiring someone. You're looking for creating a relationship as a partnership somehow. So uh, this is very important, especially for the first days. After getting a fund, making money uh, or enough money to uh, pay the people on your payroll or whatever, so you can hire those people. However, at that time, again, for your you know stars, you need to convince them or give them a minimum incentive based on the value of the company because they are not working for you. They are, they are creating a lot of value for you. And you have to share that value with them and give them this incentive to, to increase that value more and more. Hmm. I love when you say value. I love that element of value because I think what I'm understanding here, Mary, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that the right individual that 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 needs to be a part of this organization or part of this element needs to be motivated more than money. Needs to be motivated yeah. to create, to to want to be a part of something, um, to be to fully buy into it. Yeah, exactly. You know, my question is around that the, the person has an idea. It has how I can encourage others to be my partner, the way I have to show the value of my idea, right? Because I'm going to create that one. Now, I think that it's a part of my personality is. Now, do you, you think that everyone can be a good founder that attract talents or based on your experience? What do you see? Actually, number-wise, uh, you can see and your answer is no. Because there are a lot of companies that they tried, but they couldn't make it. And the reason was because of their founders, because they didn't have the uh, potential of, uh, you know, absorbing top talents to their own companies. However, they had good ideas. Uh, so the reason that we say that the team and the founder is more important compared to the idea or something like that, I mean, the market, is because... If you are a good founder, you can do something that the others couldn't. So in my opinion, the founder who has the commitment to create a business, the people would love to work with him or her because they think that he or she loves to make it happen. And they can see this ambitious in her or his eyes, in, in, in the way of his life, her life. So they would love to work with him 
and her. So this, there is a, there is, this is very important that if you are working with someone and you can see those things in his or her mindset or way of life, you will follow them. And this is the way that someone would love to work with someone else as a founder. I better, I better say as a co-founder, actually, to, to, to work with a founder. Mm-hmm. So, so, and now this leads me down the conversation because I, I, I always like to have this conversation with entrepreneurs is that because we, we've been ingrained years ago with going it alone and trying to do it, trying to prove it. And now we've seen this change over the last five to 10 years of this collaboration and partnership and co-founder in order to get to scale up quickly, getting the right people in place and moving that forward. What's your opinion, Amir? What's, what's, your, what's your position on this, Alan? You know, uh, again, one person, which is the founder of the company, is very important because we, we couldn't have many leaders in a company. We have to have just one leader, but we need to have good followers. We need to have good co-founders, good people that can listen and work and discuss gently, not, you know, <laughs> the way that they would love to show that I, I, I would love to do this in my way. And I don't care about the other people. It, it, it doesn't the way that you can make a business or do and, you know, be in, uh, uh, as a work person in a, in a, in a company. So you need to understand that in a company, we have to have someone who is a good leader and the other co-founders are people and the other people who are good listeners and good workers who can follow the vision and the mission of the company. And they would love to create that dream in a perfect way. So as long as they have this ambitious, they can make it happen. Because uh, they know that uh, what they are exactly doing mm-hmm. and why they are listening to this founder and why they are um, doing those things at, at that way. So uh, it, it, actually, this is the meaning of a team, like a football team, a soccer team. You know, a, a, a very clear vision or a goal for a team. For example, in a football, you know the rules, the time of the play, and the clear uh, goal, which is you have to uh, win. In the meaning of win, which is, uh, you know, uh, putting the ball. I mean, <laughs> so this is a way that. Uh, uh, you have to make it again in your business. So the best way the founders are doing are clearing this vision, describing the strategy, talking more and more about what they are doing this, why we are doing this, how we are doing this. And this, this is the way that when you are just in discussion with people and talking more and more about the way that you are doing that, so people would love your mindset, your idea, your vision, and they will follow you without any push, without any, you know, uh, incentives, which is just money. They, they want to make it happen. They are the part of the journey, not the, you know, person who is watching at, uh, your journey. They would love to be in the uh, pool. Yeah. It's it's so beautiful. I think that's it's not just um, for founders. It's for everyone. Everyone who wants to lead, even a department, 
one. You need to have that kind of this kind of uh, characteristics. One more thing about being successful. We look at the founders. We look at the team. Um, we look at the time, you know, uh, strategy. What about product? I have an idea, for example, what I want to create a product. This product can be anything, service, goods, or anything that can be. How, I mean, um, when I'm designing that product, what I have to look at it to make it successful? This one element is a product, right? Yeah, uh, You know, uh, most of the time I say to the founders that uh, instead of uh, making a lot of features for your product, find the wow factor for your product. Because if you create a lot of features for your product, no one knows which one is the most important one. And in this way, they cannot, uh, you know, you, you will decrease the engagement or stickiness because they don't use it very well. And the best way is finding the first and the most important uh, idea or, I mean, vow factor, whatever, in the first day of the product. And then gradually add the other ideas or features to the product. So the best way to create a better product is finding that strategic landmark, that idea, that the uh, you know that wow factor at the first day. So if if some and this is the way that we call it product market fit because if you know the best. Uh, wow factor or the ideal feature in your product, which is the best one for the people who are interested to use your product, you can connect this product with the community, with the people, and they can see the value. As they see the value, they can interact with your product frequently. And you can, you can see the frequency of using. And then you can focus on increasing the frequency. For example, if they are using uh, weekly, you can make it daily. If you are using it daily, you can make it per hour or in the morning, at noon, night, evening, everywhere. So this is the way that you can increase the engagement and the stickiness. And then after having this stickiness, you can add the other ideas because when someone comes and use your product frequently, they can see the changes. They can see the product is growing. You know, and they will engage with your product more and more. So they will do as an ambassador to promote your product to other people, family, friends, I don't know, I don't know in Twitter, uh, everywhere. So in this way, you will see that the new people are coming and using your service without your you know, uh, uh, efforts, without doing something just based on, you know, uh, word of mouth or whatever. So in this way, you will grow. And the business, and, and this is the way that we say sometimes that uh, this is the flywheel, actually. Because in this way, you know where to focus and do it more and more and more and see the business is growing without doing advertising, maybe, or doing something else. So it's the element of, I like to call it, is crossing the chasm. Going from that early adopters to yeah. that early majority that says, hey, you know, it's that element of get that focus element, get it clear within those elements, and then scale up from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Love it. I love it, Amir. This has been great, my friend. This is a, a great information. I think that, you know, our listeners are definitely, you know, 
uh, are going to eat up. Now, I, I, we always have to ask this at the end of our conversations. Is there any last bit of wisdom or any piece that we didn't ask you today that you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it could be exhaustive, but... <laughs> Or, for example, what is your advice yeah. for people who have their business idea? How they can prepare themselves for you? If you're thinking about creating a venture, especially in startup cases, focus on your growth engine. This is the most important thing. As long as you do not have that in your business, you will uh, burn a lot of money and maybe you will increase uh, you know, the failure rate in your business. So I suggest to focus on your product, finding the most important thing in your product and focus on it, and spend your budget and the fund on empowering that value and make it an increase the stickiness and the frequency of using that product more and more. In this way, you will have something that will work without your, you know, attention. I mean, I mean, without your uh, having your eyes on it. You know, when you are sleeping, it is working. When you are walking, it is working. When you are playing soccer, it is working. When you are watching TV, it is working. And it doesn't mean that you have to all the time at your job and take care of it because the business is, you know, uh, it, it has the potential of growth. Like a, a baby, which is growing. You just need to fit him. I, I love the analogy. I love the stickiness thing. I, I think they, our audience can take away with the stickiness element. Uh, we got to make it stick. Uh, you know, this has been great, Amir. Thank you very much for our conversation today. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you, Amir, for joining us today. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Uh, to all our business owners out there, we have a fleet of enthusiastic and knowledgeable students here at UCW that can help you with your business through a capstone project, an internship program, whatever we can do to support you, we're here to help. And if you have a great story like Amir here that you'd like to, you think our students or our listeners can benefit from, please reach out to us at www.ucanwest.ca slash innovation fuel. Amir, how can our listeners contact you and reach you out uh they can uh find me on the linkedin actually i have my own profile there and also they can uh send me if they are, if, if they would like to send me by email amir at seven gate seven as number that vc perfect thank you dave thank you amir i hope you all enjoyed amir's story as much as we did tune in for our next episode